as always, it's a privilege to stand before you and share what God has, uh, you know, opened up, not just my eyes, but in terms of what God has shared in my heart. And uh, today we'll be continuing the series that I was been um, dealing with, and that is the I Am statements of uh, what Christ Jesus uh, covered in the book of John. <clears throat> and... Um, the next one that we'll be looking to is when Jesus claims, I am the resurrection and the life. And for that, we will be reading from John chapter 11, verses 1 to 44. So there are quite a bit of verses, but that's John 11, verses 1 to 44. <clears throat> now a certain man was ill, Lazarus of Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. It was Mary who anointed the Lord with anointment and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was ill. So the sisters sent to him, saying, Lord, he whom you love is ill. But when Jesus heard it, he said, This illness does not lead to death. It is for the glory of God, so that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So when he heard that Lazarus was ill, he stayed two days longer in the place where he was. Then after this, he said to the disciples, Let us go to Judea again. The disciples said to him, Rabbi, the Jews were just now seeking to stone you, and you are, and are you going there again? Jesus answered, Are there not twelve hours in the day? If anyone walks in the day, he does not stumble, because he sees the light of this world. But if anyone walks in the night, he stumbles, because the light is not in him. After saying these things, he said to them, Our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but I go to awaken him. The disciples said to him, Lord, if he has fallen asleep, he will recover. Now Jesus had spoken of his death, but they thought that he meant taking rest and sleep. Then Jesus told them plainly, Lazarus has died, and for your sake I am glad that I was not there, so that you may believe. But let us go to him. So Thomas called the twins said, to his fellow disciples, let us also go, that we may die with him. Now when Jesus came, they found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb for four days. In the tomb four days. Bethany was near Jerusalem, about two miles off, and many of the Jews had come to Martha and Mary to console them concerning their brother. So when Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went and met him. But Mary remained seated in the house. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now, I know that whatever you ask from God, God will give you. Jesus said to her, Your brother will rise again, Martha said to him. I know that he will rise again in the resurrection of the last day. On the last day, Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, Yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, who is coming into the world. When he had said this, she went and called her sister Mary, saying in private, The teacher is here and is calling for you. And when she heard it, she was quickly amen to him. Now Jesus had not yet come into the village, but was still in the place where Martha had met him. When the Jews who were with her in the house, consoling her, saw Mary rise quickly and go out, they followed her, supposing that she was going to the tomb to weep there. Now when Mary came to where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet, saying to him, Lord, if you had been there, been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who had come with her, 
were also weeping. He was deeply moved in his spirit and greatly troubled. And he said, where he will laid him, they said to him, Lord, come and see. Jesus wept. So the Jews said, see how he loved him. But some of them said, could not he who opened the eyes of the blind have also kept this man from dying? Then Jesus, deeply moved again, came to the tomb. It was a cave, and a stone laid against, lay against it. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the sister of the dead man, said to him, Lord, by this time there will be an odor, for he has been dead four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God? So they took away the stone, and Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you always hear me, but I said this on account of the people standing around, that they might, that they may believe that you sent me. When he had said these things, he cried out with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The man who had died came out, his hands and feet bound with linen strips, and his face wrapped with a cloth. Jesus said to them, Unbind him and let him go. God bless the reading of this word. So, at the beginning of this chapter, we hear about the illness that had befallen Lazarus, Martha and Mary's brother. Now, apparently it was a serious illness because they sent a messenger to tell Jesus about it. I mean, usually when you're sick, you wouldn't ask for somebody to come and love because it was quite serious if they were probably gravely ill. So, and, and there's a twofold um, reason for that. A, we know that, you know, they were quite dear to Jesus. And B was that they knew of his healing powers and the miracles that he had performed. So it was a hope that Jesus would intervene and spare Lazarus from death. So when word came to Jesus about Lazarus' illness, he did a very strange thing. And that is, when you read that again, in uh, verse 4, 5, and 6, the illness does not lead to death. It is for the glory of God, so that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Now, Jesus loved Martha and his sister and Lazarus. So when he heard that Lazarus was ill, he stayed two days longer in the place where he was. Verse 6 was very intriguing to me, because he just got word that someone that is near and dear to him is sick, and he decides to say two, two more days where he already is. I would understand. I mean, you would imagine that as soon as you hear that a loved one is sick is, and you have the ability and the means, you would go there to be there by their bedside and comfort the family. And, and as soon as he heard that, he, he stayed an additional two days longer in the place. And it's only after through, you know, supernatural means that he knew that Lazarus had died, that he decided to tell his disciples, let's go to Bethany and see Lazarus. Now, and what's interesting is, in all of this, he's trying to impart knowledge and wisdom to the disciples and the people around him. For he had mentioned that Lazarus has fallen asleep, but I go to awaken him. What he was talking about is about the resurrection. And he had mentioned multiple times about how 
about his own death and how he would be raised. But unfortunately, it kind of went over the heads of the disciples because they basically said, oh, then he should be fine. You know, we don't need to go. He'll be fine. And, at, and that's at the point where Lord basically plainly told them, in their, you know, told them, Lazarus has died. It's time to go and uh, be with him. So you would wonder why that was a delay. So I just want to build a timeline here as to, you know, what transpired within those days. Now, as soon as Lazarus was sick, it would have probably taken the messenger at least a day to get to Jesus. And then Jesus decides to stay there for two more days. So that's around three days. And it would take him at least a day to get back. So that's a total of four days, if my math is right. So it took four days for Jesus to get to Bethany from when he heard that Lazarus was ill. But as soon as he got there, he found out. It was, it's revealed to us that Lazarus has been in the tomb for four days, which basically means he died as soon, pretty much as when the messenger left. So, it brings the question back to what we came about is, why did Jesus wait so long? See, if Jesus had gone as soon as he knew about the illness, he could have probably healed Lazarus, and that would have pretty much been the end of this chapter. But he waited for Lazarus to pass away, and if it had, and you wonder why he allowed that, and also for his sisters to go through that pain and suffering. And he kind of alludes to it in Verse 3, this illness does not lead to death. It is for the glory of God, so that the Son of God may be glorified through it. The whole idea of this theme that comes out of this passage is everything that God does is for the glory of God. So if Jesus had been there, People could have questioned if he had indeed, if Lazarus had indeed died, if he had just arrived there and saved him, or if he had just died and if he had awoken him, then the people would have questioned, was he really dead? Maybe he was in a state where he assumed he was dead. But four days have passed, and people were sure that Lazarus was dead. And that is when Christ arrives to raise him again. Now, when you look at Martha and Mary, as soon as he's outside the city limits, she comes running and says, Lord, if you had been there, my brother would not have died. But even now I know that whatever you ask from God, God will give you. The first part almost sounds like Martha is kind of blaming Jesus. He's like, if you had been here, he would have been alive. She kind of lets her emotions get the better of her. But then she kind of catches it and then says, but... Even now, I know that whatever you ask from God, God will give you. So it seems like I blame you for my brother's death, but I believe in you so that you have a chance to fix this. And 
how often do we catch ourselves in that same situation where, you know, God, I was really hoping you could have done this for me. But you know what? There's still time for you to make it happen. So that what I have planned and expected is done. It's like we're giving God a second chance, and he owes us. And it's funny is that because we are imposing what our idea and of what our desires are onto God and saying, setting that expectation, and then God says, it's at my time, and yet we blame God for not coming through. But as I continue to read the conversation between Martha and Jesus, I see Martha that, is, that doesn't fully comprehend the power of Jesus who is standing right before her eyes. For when Jesus tells her that her brother will rise again, she acknowledges it, but as something that will happen later on, not something that Jesus can do right now. Although we just read that, I know that whatever you ask from God, God will give you. She says that statement saying that, you know, if you ask God to raise him from the dead, he will be risen. But at the same time, she's really expecting that to happen at the day of uh, resurrection. So Jesus did not see Lazarus' death as God's derailed plan. Rather, Jesus knew God had a better plan along. There was hope. So, but unfortunately, Martha misunderstood what Jesus was saying. When she heard Jesus saying those comforting words, she didn't understand that what God can do right there, and he was the God that could. Because we read in John chapter 1, verse 4, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was nothing, was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. So this same Jesus who could give life and make life, could he not bring someone back from death? And yet, Martha could not fully understand that Jesus could do that right there and then. And it sounds confusing because at one point, you know, we are not that different from Martha. We, when things don't go as we plan, we, we always make sure that there's someone else to blame for it. And, that, and we usually blame God for not making it happen. Yet at the same time, we don't have faith to let go and let God take control. So Jesus once again saying to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? So Jesus is using this opportunity to teach the people around him, the disciples and those who have been following him, that the resurrection comes through him. It is not through anything that they can do, that he is the source of resurrection and life. And who believes in him, they shall live. 
Martha's response showed faith and lack of faith at the same time. I believe you are Christ, the Son of God. I mean, to us, that is quite a statement of faith, something, might, something many of us might confess to ourselves. But that isn't what Jesus asked her to believe. Jesus asked her to believe he is the resurrection and the life. Did she really believe Jesus could do something about her brother who was dead for four days? She was hoping that it would happen at the time of resurrection. So the reason we went through this portion was just to illustrate the bigger picture. And the bigger picture is that God has a plan. Jesus knew that the faith of the people around him, the disciples and the various other followers, was still fragile. So this was an opportunity to once again demonstrate God's glory to his people. So that their fight may, so that their faith might be strengthened, so that the Son of God may be glorified through it. So when Jesus went to the tomb of Lazarus, he ordered them to move the stone away from the tomb. And it was again Martha who was the first one to protest it. So all the while she's been professing faith that. Jesus has the power, has the ability to resurrect Lazarus. Yet, every time he goes or he says it, there's that backtracking. Lord, by this time there have been order, for he has been dead four days. So by tradition, when a person dies, the body is just washed, wrapped in cloth and put in the tomb. So being in the desert and being there four days, it's pretty sure that the body was decomposing at that time. Hence Martha's reason for protesting. And even though she believed Jesus was Christ, the Son of God, she still doubted Jesus had the power to bring life out of death. I mean, sure she believed Jesus had the power to heal because that is why she and her sister called for him in the beginning in the hopes that he could heal Lazarus before he died. But the full faith in his deity and his power was still lacking. And in Martha's mind, not even Jesus, no act of God could bring her brother back to life. He was too far gone. So we read Jesus' response to Martha's protest. If you believed, you would see the glory of God. Jesus is saying that if you believe, I am the resurrection and the life, you will move the stone away from the tomb and you will witness the power and glory of God. This was basically another lesson that Jesus was trying to impart on the disciples and the people around him to have faith in his word and in his wisdom and in his power. And that is why Jesus prays this prayer. Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you always hear me. But I said this on account of the people standing around me that they may believe that you send me. So, All through this passage, the bigger picture has been to impart that Jesus is 
the resurrection and the life. And then when he cries out in a loud voice, Lazarus comes out. After being dead four days and wrapped in funeral clothes. And he emerged from the tomb in full health. And by raising Lazarus from the dead, Jesus proved that nothing is impossible for him. Not even death is impossible to overcome because he is the resurrection and life. Because you have seen in multiple instances within the Bible where people have come back, have been resurrected by different prophets and different people. So, this wasn't unique in the history of what they have come to know. But then there was that day, almost 2,000 years ago, when they went to the tomb of Jesus and discovered it was empty. And the only things left behind were the burial clothes, which were neatly wrapped where Jesus had lain. For not even death could contain Jesus. So on that day when Jesus rose from the tomb, it was like an exclamation point on Jesus' statement to Martha, I am the resurrection and the life. Jesus demonstrated that he didn't just have the power to bring people back from the dead only to die once again. Like we mentioned, there were so many other people who were brought back from life, but they all eventually died again. But Christ rose again in a resurrected body, and he never died again. He is alive. When Jesus was resurrected, he didn't have a body which would decay and die again. A resurrected body, a new life which death could not ever conquer again. And that is a point that he was trying to make through the different teachings to the disciples, to the followers, to the people around him. Even through the resurrection of those people, it was back to a same body that decays and dies. But for eternal life, it was through Christ Jesus. So the point was, sometimes we always wonder what God waits to answer our prayers. We only see things from the perspective of here and now without seeing the bigger picture. But God has the ability to see the bigger picture at a scale that man has always had trouble relating to eternity. And I find it a struggle to you know, look at eternity as the end point when we're kind of stuck in the day-to-day troubles and just the grind of life. And, you know, we constantly come across, you know, terms like, you know, what are your short-term goals, what are your medium-term goals, what are your long-term goals. You know, medium goals are three to five years, long-term goals are, you know, how do I make it a retirement? But Our long-term planning should be when eternity starts. For everything that Jesus did on this earth was for the goal of eternity. Bringing glory to God through his death and resurrection, thereby bringing life back to us. 
there are, the difference between all those was that even though Jesus eventually died, he lives today interceding for us. And we see here, Jesus was deeply moved. He didn't want the people to go through that suffering. Yet, he knew he had to go through that to impart the understanding and the knowledge that they needed, that it was through Christ that they would have eternal life. That the life that we had, that enjoyed that relationship that we had with Christ was lost when sin entered the world at the Garden of Eden. And yet, many avenues were given to us to try and restore that relationship, either through our own acts or through, you know, through the blood of goats and rams, but it would never restore the relationship that we had with God. And that is why Christ came down to die on that cross. So that through his blood shed on that cross, our relationship will be once again restored. That our sins would be nailed to that tree and remember no more. And through what God revealed to us through the story of bringing life back from death we see that even our lives have been restored. And that is what we look forward to every day. That as we go through this week, that we remember that there's not the short-term goals that matter. It's not what we do on this earth that matters. It is all for his glory. And, and through that, what Christ achieved for glorifying his God was that he would die on the cross and we would be restored. And as we go through the week, that should be our aim, that as we bring glory to God, it will be for that end goal of meeting our Lord and our Savior and our God in eternity. Let us just bow down and pray. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this time that you've given us that we can come once again in your presence. The God who loved us so much that he sent his son to die on that cross. Despite his creation turning their backs on him, we thank you that it is because of your grace and your mercy and nothing that we have to offer. We have a great shepherd that looks after us, who tends to us, who makes sure, guides us and guards us and that we have eternal life because we have a living God who not just died but rose again and is interceding for us on that throne. We ask all these things in the best name of the Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.